Alright, what's up everyone? Welcome to The Gaming Chair, your weekly dose of video game news and hilarity. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Oldmans. Alongside of me is Jared Bradley and Austin Smith. Uh, just wanted to kick off by introducing myself. Uh, like I said, my name is Matt Oldman. Um, I have a wife and daughter. I love gaming, everything related to it. I'm a graphic designer, love being super creative, and can't wait to get with you guys and talk more with you guys every week. About all the latest stuff we're gonna do. Uh, Jared, do you want to go? Yeah, sure. Um, Jared, I'm 30 years old. I got uh, married, got a wife, and an eight year old Woo! son. <laughs> um, I'm, a, I, I'm a delivery driver for FedEx, which is pretty awesome in these times. <laughs> um, you know, just. Essential. Yeah, essential. <laughs> but yeah, just uh, ready to have some laughs and hang out with these two beautiful gentlemen. Austin? Yeah, uh, name's Austin Smith. Uh, I am also an essential employee. I work mm. for a bank. Um, yeah, just looking forward to getting this going. Kind of always, something we've always talked about, and just kind of in our intro, finally got the gumption and motivation to get it going. So looking forward to it. Gumption. The gumption. <laughs> <laughs> so I think along with uh, introducing ourselves, now that we got that out of the way, I think one of the things uh, we want to talk about is a little bit of backstory. Ourselves, what we won game that really turned us into an essential. Uh, gamer. <laughs> um, one of you guys want to go ahead and start? Uh, sure, I'll no? take it. Uh, well, I started gaming. I was uh, probably five or six years old on the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, you know, NES, playing some Super Mario Brothers. Uh, first actual console I'd say that was mine was probably the Nintendo 64. And uh, it was probably Gauntlet Legends. It's probably the game that nice. Game made me a gamer. <laughs> really good. Good selection. Good choice. The gamer I am today right, right. turned me into an RPG player. That's that's pretty much what I mean. Oh, that's that's pretty much all I got. <laughs> Jeez, Austin. Um, yeah, I'd have to probably go back to like the Super Nintendo as well for mine. Donkey Kong, probably the big one. Donkey Kong. Yeah, you Donkey can't, Kong. You can't beat the minecarts cruising around those minecarts, man. That's everybody's right? jam. That's everyone's That's jam. Right. <laughs> yeah. I want to do real life. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, definitely, definitely that one was probably the first. Um, and kind of not to not to steal some of Jared's glory there, but yeah, that the first console that's probably mine that I played bunch of was N64 too, the classic. How dare you copy me? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The nerve. Right, your right? material. <laughs> yeah, and then from there, probably a game that got me really going, continuing going, is probably StarCraft back on N64 and kind of got me into like the RTS. Also, Command & Conquer, the original one, that was another one that was hours, sleepless nights playing that game, Jesus. <laughs> right. But yeah, so I mean, I play a wide selection of games. I 
play sports games, RTSs, uh, you know, RPGs, stuff like that. So I'm a little bit into everything. So I can, I can relate. I did not more than anyone on the planet. I think you guys can attest to that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I, get, I get, like, stuck on one game, and then I'm like, yeah, this is it for a year and a half. Until <laughs> the new version of it drops. <laughs> I, I can't judge. I can't judge. That's me with Bannerlord right now. Bannerlord 2. Yeah, uh, you were you were talking about that. That. Yeah, it's... It's got a little bit of everything for everybody, as far as, like, it, those people that like the RPG and, like, RTS kind of games. It's... And also even kind of like a little bit of, not so much hack and slash, but kind of that combat system too. Um, getting into the battlefields is definitely an interesting game, for sure. Yeah. But yeah. Well, well, I'll pass it on to you, Matt. Yeah, I kinda... guess it's my turn. Uh, for me, um, like, like a San and I, I got the Sega Genesis when I was like three or four. So playing Sonic 1 and 2, going up through Nintendo 64, playing GoldenEye, of course. Um, oh, PlayStation, oh, yeah. yeah, right. PlayStation, uh, Tony Hawk, Rocket Power. I don't know. Skateboarding. <laughs> right. Tony Hawk, Rocket. Yeah, Power. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shoebies. Um, yeah, <laughs> I guess for me though, the biggest game that turned me into uh, a gamer, <laughs> I guess, was Call of Duty Four. It's that, I don't know, it, it just hit different. Uh, I think it was like the first like solid FPS game that I loved playing. It's like a game that I'd skip school to go to. Uh, the Gamer and uh, Area 51 because I didn't have uh, high-speed internet to play it yet. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> the struggle. So I'd pay the $3 an hour to skip school and go play it there and then Quick, uh, quick leave at two or three in the afternoon to avoid suspicion. <laughs> Speaking of struggle, high school with me and Jared here <laughs> living out in the booties. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I remember that. Like going out to your oh, house, Jared. Yeah. Austin, I never actually gamed out of your house, but going out to Jared's when we had to like install updates. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm All not right. playing a game tonight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, you're not. It's about the same story, it's... right? <laughs> like, oh. oh. <laughs> Struggles are real, man. So what have you guys been playing? What have you been playing this week, recently? Instead of, you know, history. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, tearing up a war zone. And oh yeah. Escape from Tarkov. Good I have, haven't played that. Although I'm not a really a PC. Player, yeah, yeah. So. It's Escape from Tarkov is a whole nother monster. Like I don't know. It's like it. It's just a whole different style of gameplay. You will die. Real fast. Try to play anywhere close to how you play in Call of Duty. It's just won't be a good time. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah, no. It's like, thanks. Uh, but yeah, other than that, Warzone. Of course, they got all the new patches, uh, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> oh, yeah. How about you guys? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Jared. Oh. Uh, yeah, pretty much Warzone. Uh, been playing a lot of NBA, 2K. My 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 career, you know, just just beat Wilt Wilt Chamberlain's record. No big deal. Oh you boy. Know. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Everyone in the, the game, like yeah, whatever. I beat that already too. <laughs> right. Uh, oh yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing this week. Oh. Uh. Myself, um, 
Bannerlord. Unfortunately, Austin's got Stuck the vast variety of games he's playing. Right you only now. have about 15 minutes of that game played, right? <laughs> 15 yeah, minutes yeah. at least. Def at least. Definitely, definitely not 500 hours. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> um, We're not quarantined. Right? right? Jesus. Uh, but yeah, Bannerlord. Um, a little bit of WoW sprinkled in just to kind of change it up, and did a did a few matches of Warzone. Or was that last week? I guess it wasn't this week. It was last week. But, eh, same thing. Days right. running together now. <laughs> Jesus. Right. The COVID nineteen. This quarantine's messing everybody up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Well, should we jump right into the news? Get yeah. Get yeah. Fill these people in with some information. For sure. Let's get the fun stuff out of the way. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I'll kick it off. We'll talk about uh, what Ubisoft. You know. Ubisoft. They announced the uh, new Assassin's Creed game. Ooh, Valhalla. They named it Valhalla. And I, nice. I think it looks it looks pretty awesome, if you ask me. Um, looks like you get to take control of a guy named Eivor. Well, I guess I can't say guy, because you can be a guy. You can make Eivor a guy or a girl. It so. seems like an awful unisex name. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. on you, Ubisoft. Good on you. <laughs> But yeah, you're a Viking Raider, you know, get to go and uh, one of the things I thought was probably the coolest part about this is you can actually raid villages and take them over and you can Ooh. actually like develop your settlements from what it from what I'm reading here. I mean, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, that, that's what you're going to do is, you know, build your own towns and whatnot. That would be really cool because in the other games, obviously, you're kind of done with your main storyline you're just kind of like okay well I can what do i forts. do now yeah. yeah i can clear up <laughs> forts clear out get cities like synchronize full cities but yeah and it looks like out. it's looks like it's bringing a lot of like the rpg elements of odyssey into it but then there's like the sailing of like black flag so oh ooh. interesting yeah okay well i mean if you, it is like you yeah your long ship yeah so. definitely oh phew good i was due for a new history lesson Right. Dude, that's all Assassin's Creed is. Dude, I know, <laughs> I know. I, I mean, if we're getting into history, technically, yeah. it's not Vikings, it's Danes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it looks like they announced what the special orders are going to be for it, like the gold, ultimate, and collector's editions. Um, Ain't they good? Uh, just looking at it, it looks like with the ultimate edition, you get a gear pack, you get uh, settlement pack, a longship pack, and it looks like like for your weapons and stuff, you'll be able to use like runes and stuff, kind of like Diablo. Oh, because you get a set of runes to improve weapons and gear. So I mean that Makes that sense. seems yeah. And then the collector's awesome. edition, you get like your steel book, your artwork, and uh, you actually get uh, a Viking statuette of Eivor. With his raven and Dane axe. I was gonna ask that. I was like, is they, are they giving out the statues? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That sounds cool in theory, but I'm like, where would you put this? Where am I gonna, gonna put this? Yeah. Well, I mean, if we ever get out of this, you know, isolation, <laughs> social distancing, and we, you know, somehow show get you the statue, room and we can actually be together, we can just, you know, have a bunch of collectibles yeah. behind us. Here, touch right. it. Touch, it. <laughs> touch the statue. Just the tip of the axe. Just a tip. Just a statue. Interesting. Make it feel good. Like Assassin's Creed's gonna be like a big old MMO here pretty soon. Dude, no kidding. 
Which I, I wouldn't hate. I right? wouldn't hate. But, you know, people said that about the Fallout game, and that kind of just flopped. Yeah, I, gosh, I just really wasn't a fan of 76 when we played it. Yeah, I mean, they, they've done a bunch of updates, and they just came out that way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Where it actually added uh, NPCs in the world. So, oh, it's, so not it's, it's not empty. super boring? Yeah, so it's not as empty. Okay. I, I kind of want to hop back in. Yeah, I never shot. understood that. Why? Why would a game that has like an open world not have a bunch of NPCs kind of populated into it? Like you see, all every other game have it. That yeah, kind of. I mean, I get it because this is te- they were technically supposed to be like the first vault dwellers to leave the vault. Yeah, yeah, but, but still, you would think something. Still yeah, I get the point of the story. I'm just like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> what? That's all I got for Valhalla. Valhalla. All right. Uh, another thing that was announced: Summer Game Fest. So, as everyone knows by now, probably uh, E3 is canceled. So they had to, <laughs> right? They had to put something in place so that obviously game developers and publishers can get their new information and new games and potential prospects out there. Um, so tons of big name developers. Basically, what it's going to be is from like May to August, um, going to be. Each publishing developing company live streaming their their new releases basically, and I know we had talked about this earlier at how we like the thought of that being better, worse as compared to like a long like forty eight seventy two hour long event of E three, and whether you feel like sometimes you miss all of it. Like I know uh, we had used. Like, you go from one end of the convention all the way to the other end, and you miss it. If it happens to be going at the same time of two things you can see, you miss it. And obviously, yeah. you know, the the atmosphere is probably a million times better than streaming it at home. Oh, yeah. But it's... Like, it's You're telling much... me you don't get all hot and, like, big party going on, you know? <laughs> right? No, I get, sweaty, I get sweaty enough at home. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's sweaty enough at home. <laughs> um... So, yeah, anyway, they're going to be uh, streaming all of that over uh, from May to August. I think there's actually one coming up May 12th. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Geoff Geoff Keighley. Geoff. Surprise game review. Yeah, I saw that. Terrasante. <laughs> and everyone, I'm sure, already watched the Inside Xbox event. Uh, but basically what Summer Game Fest is going to be, I'll read it. What they're, how they're wording it, how they're selling it. Summer Game Fest is a new, all-digital way to unite a season of video developers. Summer Gaming Fest is your digital new playable content game event prizes you experience for free from the comfort of So, really selling on it. You get to sit around in your drawers and watch sit the around stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> sit around in your drawers, and I'm for it. I'm for it. So... <laughs> Yeah, they have the schedule on their site, which uh, we'll link we'll link down for everyone if they want to see. Um, it's four months long, yeah. and they're so they're not going to be having something every day. I think four months, like they even mentioned, four months would be seeing the long time of everyday stuff like content. Um, yeah, they're they're considering it like a summer concert series there um where there's like a few days during the week where there's nothing showing a new developer or publisher will bounce out something new 
And I think that'd be pretty cool, like indie developers uh, launch their stuff to where a lot of times I think maybe at bigger events, um, like in like a large e indie developers can kind of take a backseat to bigger ones. Yeah. Yeah, and I think this would be a great opportunity for them to showcase to what get, work yeah is. get the, the front the, yeah get the front row right up front showcase what it is people tune in whether they want to but they'll have a better fighting chance of being right out in the forefront so i think that's interesting um right now they have like you know the big name uh companies that are already participating 2k activision as the bandai name um, streams ea playstation riot square enix steam warner brothers xbox uh, you know, a bunch of other ones, and I think they're adding new ones every other day, something like that. Yeah. Um, I know they're going to have it. Um, they're going to be streaming on the publishers and developers, um, like site and streaming channels. And then they're also going to have the option of embedding them directly on the Summer Game Fest website, so it's going to act kind of like, kind of like this, like a Facebook Live or a Twitch or a YouTube. Uh, stream to where you'll be mm -hmm. go to the site like every time there's something live uh through just kind of cool yeah. uh playable content uh i think will be interesting i think they're going to be just having uh like demo options uh you can download uh, free trials um they each each platform i think will have like different Things that like spe specific details, basically, about how you can get that in-game content, special stuff. It's kind of cool. They're also giving you the option to kind of voice your opinion on something that they, like, if you're a publisher, developer, or an indie developer, and send in like some ideas, like to see, which is yeah. kind of cool. So, I, I don't think this is preferred. Obviously, I think a large E3 yeah. event, everybody likes the event. It's kind of cool. It's, it's, Just the atmosphere. Yeah, well, yeah, it. it's it, it's like a pillar in the game community, too, yeah. that it's a huge event. Everybody forward to it. But I think this is a nice second for everybody for sure. stuck at home. There's, I, I've heard uh, a lot of people are saying that E3 might not survive this. What do you guys think? You think they will, or...? <sighs> I think they will. I, it's yeah. one of those big things. That's like saying BlizzCon's going to go away. I mean, as long as Blizzard's still there making like Diablo and World of Warcraft, they're always going to have a BlizzCon. Yeah. See, yeah. and that's that's how what I thought too, but then you have PlayStation, they've pulled out of E3 the past 2 years. People just keep pulling out and then giggity. Well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, everyone just keeps pulling out and now this happens where everyone has to pull out and yeah. just cancel. Yeah. Like, I get it. What will it be when it comes back? You know, like, are people actually going to come back or are they going to think that this, I'm sure, it'll... like, online streaming stuff is going to be better for them? Well, that's what, yeah, that's what I said. I was like, I think it'll be a great way for other companies to be at the forefront. Whereas I'm sure at E3, some of the bigger companies are just more biased and more people are looking for those. So the smaller companies can kind of take a back seat. Yeah. I obviously I'm not <laughs> for sure that's what happens, but I right so from like a marketing standpoint that just makes sense. Like the bigger companies that pay more for like advertising things for more popular ones, see. Yeah. So kind of. Well, I guess ultimately it depends on 
are there as long as there's going to be people that want to go to it mm. physically because it's they make more money by people going because the tickets oh, yeah, yeah so so as long as people still buy out the tickets and they so i'm sure they're going to still do try to do it next year as long as everything kind of goes the way hopefully you know everybody's planning it gets better and stuff like that so i mean it's I'm sure they're going to do it next year, kind of see how ticket sales are. If the ticket sales are still good, I think they're still going to do it just because mm-hmm. money, money speaks volumes. I mean, I'm sure what you could see come out of it is like those smaller developers maybe kind of team together and maybe do their own little like streaming service with it yeah. and kind of announce what they're doing. You well, might see that. I feel but... like more things throughout the year are going to pop up instead of a one-time event. I think too. if they see some actual success with summer game fest and the streaming which i have no doubt they will people watch streams hey i don't see especially with stuff coming out um but they'll probably have like more events like this will pop up throughout the year so you have a whole year of content of streaming programs that uh, available from these development companies i think start to realize hey maybe this is a great idea to get out in the forefront of our fans yeah yeah true yeah, especially if they can tie, you know, going back to the whole money speaks volumes. If they can tie like a subscription to it or something like that, you yeah, probably will oh, see yeah. that. Yeah, well, it's if, to me, it kind of feels like, you know, like if music concerts are still popular, something like e still be popular. That's, like, yeah, true. It's, it's true. still it's true. still a whole fan base of people that want to see it. They want the atmosphere. They want to have the interaction with development companies, publishers, other people, other gamers, other fans, uh, things like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, you always hear those stories about people talking about where, you know, people they gamed with for years, they met, met them at mm-hmm. these events. Yeah, E3 oh, yeah. event or so... event or any. Yes, for sure. Okay, so what's up next on the docket? Uh, Austin? Yeah, you... good, uh... Kind of falls in line a little bit with what Matt was talking about with that. It's because uh, Xbox is coming out with their monthly insight, or as they're calling it, Xbox 2020, mm. which is going to be a sounds like a monthly episode of them kind of covering different aspects, kind of the lead up to the new gen releasing the Xbox Series X. Because um, they're still planning on it to be for the holiday season. Um, definitely sounds like that's the route they're going i actually you know looked on microsoft's actual website and that's where what you know in the latest article they said that um we actually have we're going to be doing a live reaction to this month's episode that aired on may 5th um where they kind of cover like the next gen gameplay and stuff like that featuring you know assassin's creed valhalla that was just recently released and actually get to hear from some of the creators and game developers on what they're kind of doing for the Xbox Series X, you know, with how hopefully, you know, it's going to take graphics and all that stuff to the next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that we're going to be doing a live reaction video for our, if you go out and to our Patreon, we have a Patreon page set up, which that information is going to be linked below as well. I'm going to be doing that video for our Patreon, uh, releasing that to, for our Patreon supporters, tier for one. Our, so. our exclusive live reaction. Yep. Get to see us live. <laughs> for sure but well, yeah that kind of yeah so kind of yeah again it, it that episode aired 
the on the fifth. So if you guys want to check it out yourselves and don't want to see our live reactions to it, obviously feel free. But but I mean, who wouldn't want to see these faces? Exactly. Exactly. Like, come on. Come on. <laughs> like, look at these two beautiful people. Come on. <laughs> you. Oh, yeah. But, All uh, right. Whatever's next, I guess. All right. Um, they so a coder with the recent uh, frameware update with the Switch, the Nintendo Switch. Someone dug into the code there. And uh, they found something that might be leading to a Switch 2. Um, the, the, Switch, like the, the way they figured this out is the Switch Lite, it had a code, it's like code name was like ABCB or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like ACB8 or fuck, letters, oh. you know. A, B, C, B, E, or something like that. And then they found another, <laughs> they found another one uh, that was A, B, C, D. So they're like, well, that's not the original Switch or the Switch Lite. So the next gotta, letter. It's got to be something new. But the rumors are that this Switch 2 is supposed to be kind of DS-like, having a second screen. Like would it fold? That's what I'm wondering. Like, you'd almost have to, right? Yeah, but and I'm imagining like how thick this thing would be, <laughs> right? Thick, right? Yeah. The, like thick with three C's thick. For, yeah. uh, <laughs> the other thing that I was like questioning is because this is supposed to, so they have the switch, which is supposed to be on the go, and you can kind of put it on the dock. Mm-hmm. So it's home console. The switch light is supposed to be always on the go. This switch two is from what i've heard is supposed to be just a home console but why would you have it be yeah. a home console? dual screen it's, it's dual screen and all that like the, the switch's whole thing was to be able to pick it up and go yeah well so what are they planning on doing screens like because like obviously no tv make like a two screen option so right well you see like i'm a- wondering if it's going to be like like GameCube days, uh, Zelda, uh, okay. Four Swords, how you'd have hook your Game Boy into the GameCube kind of thing, and oh, you down on yeah, all right. TV and just keep going back and forth. If it'd be something like that, they're gonna make you like integrate like outside equipment into it. It's like yeah. uh, that reminds me of, like playing on the PlayStation Metal Gear Solid. You yeah, have to go up, you have to go up against that guy. The only way you could beat him is if you plugged your controller into the the player two. The port. second the player two port, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Like after but like just... seven hours screaming, <laughs> ah! what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> It'd definitely be interesting to see what they do with that, like because, like, I don't know. Just trying to picture that, I I feel yeah. like annoy more people than it would probably lure in. I mean, you're going to have those people that will buy it. Well, yeah. But... Yeah. Probably me. <laughs> yeah, Jared's over there like, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so the Nintendo DS, like, it used that upper screen for... Like, that was upper... like your main screen. Yeah. Okay. The upper and screen the... was like your main screen. And okay. then and the, the, lower one, like, the, the lower one was like... Like, like menus, okay. story, uh, 
well with the ds you had the stylus so like some of them you like drew circles to do things yeah. and yeah would both would both screens be touchscreen then i don't know mm. we need answers we need right. answers right yeah Nintendo. I wonder, it will, Feel I free to inbox me. Right. Slide in my DM. Slide into the puppies. Um, it's gonna slide in. Right. Well, I wonder. Yeah, that second screen that'd just be weird. I wonder, I'm wondering, like, I guess for in some games, if you need to like, see up higher a game or something, they could have some like interactive way for you to be like, <laughs> like uh, on your yeah. Screens on. Okay. Imagine that setup. Like, hold on, let me bust up my switch. Uh, hold on. <laughs> hold on, I need the other screen. Hold on. <laughs> Someone got a spare power brick. <laughs> right. Oh no, set the breaker. Mom, right. Dad, can you do that? Right. Like before you know it, it's like not even portable and convenient anymore. Well, that's the whole thing with the switch too. Is it's supposed to be just a home console? But I just don't understand why they would call it a switch then. Yeah. It's not really switching anything. It's oh, it's switching. switching I mean, up. I guess about the Nintendo Switch, right? Switching up, right? It's switching up me just playing my Xbox or something. <laughs> <laughs> we switched you back to your couch. Sit the hell down. <laughs> right. Oh, All right. Well, that's it on that. In uh, co- other COVID news, COVID uh, talking about. Uh, more game fests, uh, Tokyo Game Fest and Paris Game Week were both canceled. Oh no! It's two more conventions canceled. Interesting. Uh, but PAX still has yet to cancel. And I think Paris Game Week is actually after PAX. Hmm. So I don't know what they're doing over there. <laughs> like, are they just like? I mean, even if it opens up, I don't think anyone's doing anything this year. Yeah. Like, I mean, you'll have those same people that are the ones that, like, when all this started, that were, like, down in Florida, like, yeah, I'm still going to go to the beach because if I get it, I get it. I'm going to live my life. I tell you what. <laughs> so you'll still have those probably people that will go do it if they have it open. But you, you almost wonder if it's still just, you know, if they're going to cancel it, they should cancel it now and not wait till last minute. But Right. When, you know, day before. Yeah, we're actually not going to do it. Sorry, right. guys. I know some of you guys flew here. We right. appreciate From across the, the world. <laughs> oh my god! Could you, could you imagine that? Like a thirteen-hour flight, and you get there, like, sorry, door yeah. closed. You go up to it. <laughs> Bye. What are you doing here? Right. Oh, you didn't get the memo? No, I've been going for three days. <laughs> I've been in the air for seventeen days. <laughs> it's been eighty-four years. <laughs> but that's all I got for. Okay. My news that. So, the next thing on the news, uh, the big heartbreak for all you uh, Last of Us fans. Last of Us 2 uh, game was leaked. Um, there, at first they thought it was a disgruntled Naughty Dog employee. They've since found out, Sony found out who the real hacker was. <laughs> well, they're very experienced with hackers, so they should. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> So Sony was aware, right? Been hacked. Right. So right. Sony's aware of who the hacker is. It not an employee furloughing some of their employees or something. Thought it was a disgruntled employee that could have potentially leaked it. Uh, it's not. Um, they've gone over all the information available. 
to keep us updated as it progresses further. Um, they do have the new release date, uh, June 19th, uh, from Twitter. Uh, they put out a message from the studio that says, you know, the last few days incredibly difficult. Same. It's going to see the sharing of pre-release development. Do your best to avoid spoilers. Don't spoil it for others. Last of Us Part 2 will be in see in here final experience. So, yeah. <laughs> right? So don't share uh, it. Don't, don't be, be spreading that guy. it around. Spoiler alerts if you have well, to share it. Spoiler alerts. Yeah. So, you know there's gonna be those assholes that uh and I'm sorry if that's swearing for all those involved. But you know, um you got those people that will but like with back with um Avengers Endgame where they like hit oh, them, yeah. like spoilers and the memes and stuff like that like oh essentials you need to bring to the movie theater and boop 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 and then the spoiler Ugh. it's just you know i i don't mind trolling as much as the next guy or something <laughs> but like you know like you got those people that really get off on like pissing yeah. people off and spoiling how, stuff how for sad them. does your life have to be to take all the enjoyment out of things for others like <laughs> If they couldn't do that, they they might be people that might not make it till tomorrow. You know, I'm not gonna <laughs> elaborate on what that means, but you know, let your imagination take hold. Do you guys think that they they put that release date June nineteenth because of the leak? Because it was supposed to be May 29th, and they they delayed uh... it. They delayed it indefinitely, and then like two weeks later, the leak comes out, and then. Immediately, they have a release date. Do well, you think they're doing it. I'm sure. Like they're probably like, "Oh shit!" Like we got to get ahead of this and get it out now before it traction. Like they're probably like, "Okay, we don't want to be upset by knowing how it ends, knowing how it goes." So they're yeah. like, "If we can put it out this time, it'll still be fresh in people's minds. They play it. If they release it before it spreads too far, hopefully they can still not see any." Yeah, happened no. from that. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, it's just, especially because they did the delayed indefinitely first. If they would have just yeah. moved the release date back, it might have been something with like production or something like that where they had to push it back, where they were trying to fix a few things. But since they did delay it indefinitely, it probably was just a feeler to feel how everything's going on with that release, that leak. Yeah. Well, it was just weird to me because when they initially said that they were delaying it indefinitely, it was because they wanted it to release. They wanted the physical and the digital to release at the same time. Well, obviously right now people aren't going to be getting physical copies. copies yeah. yeah. And well, it's just a leak comes and then boom, they're pretty much just abandoning that. Like well, who cares? They probably we'll were doing the indefinitely thing. And like I said, they were like, they want to stay ahead of it so they can yeah. still make sales. Um, yeah. yeah, it's, it says it hasn't the leak. They said it doesn't have any effect over. Yeah, I, yeah delay definitely wasn't big or yeah. anything because uh, just this week they went gold, so they're ready to they're ready to release. Yeah, definitely. So, um, kind of keeping with the theme of leaks and potential not 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 so much a leak, but like new game information, potentially new game information. Um seen an article on uh, uh, comicbook.com that talked about um, a new potential 
uh, Horizon Zero Dawn 2 that was supposed to quote unquote be giving benchmark graphics for the PS5. Um, doesn't sound like anything officially has been released by the company itself for the game, but based on a job posting that comicbook.com found, um, it was asking for a technical vegetation artist and mentions in the description that's going to be they're going to be working on the horizon series and noting the goals are going to be to provide stunning environments and help deliver an experience featuring industry benchmark graphics so it's that was the big selling point on the game it sounds like i i've never played it myself personally but just kind of reviewing it and stuff like that and reading about it I that seemed that's... to be the big selling point of the game well of... yeah i think on horizon sorry Oh, go ahead. Um, I think <laughs> on Horizon Zero Dawn, I think that's one of the big things that people really enjoy about the game is its graphics, its graphics quality. Mm-hmm. It's very visually stunning. And so I think they want to like amplify that further. Like It's already looking really good, and they're like, all right, let's see how we can make this look and run like real life. better. Let's hire a vegetation artist. Let's do so, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> vegetation artist. I think yeah. they might have misread it. I think it said a vegetarian artist. Uh, <laughs> vegetarian artist. No killing of the animals. <laughs> we need an artist and we need picked. Non-killing. <laughs> right. But yeah, it, nothing official, like I said, nothing official has been released with the company, but it, it it's definitely pointing towards a second game on the new console, which, I mean, that'd be the chance to see how far you can take the graphics on these new consoles with some of the specs that they got coming out for them. So, I mean, it's, sure. it's basically good gaming PC. Well, I say good gaming PCs, but I'm sure I'm going to get the PC Master Race <laughs> triggered by saying I that. But... You hold the phone. <laughs> right? <laughs> you console plebs. <laughs> That's me. Right? <laughs> but yeah, it, it, so, I mean, it's definitely exciting th- exciting news for just games in general just hearing that kind of information come across for the future i mean it's yeah it's gonna be really cool the games that take into account all the new tech and specs that in each one how uh hopefully each uh company is going to push the boundaries the graphics quality cinematics are probably going to look insane in games now like it's going to be just like watching an incredible can you imagine a Final Fantasy game now? The the cinematics for that. I mean, back on the PS2, right? Final Fantasy, and like the cinematics were incredible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I have a high high standard for cinematics, just being a big Blizzard game fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. Well, look at Diablo too. Like yeah. cinematics in that, like yeah, those are for their day were fan- amazing. I mean, even look yeah. back at like their like. Like Warcraft games, their Warcraft. I was Warcraft gonna say, I was like, of course, all the WoW cinematics are amazing now. They just get better. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, there, there's definitely a high standard, I think, in the gaming world. But you know, I hope Blizzard. these developers, Blizzard, make movies, <laughs> right? The, that speaking of movies and their games, like that Warcraft movie. Don't get me wrong, I didn't mind it, but like, Jesus yeah. Christ, if they would have just did cinematic yeah. movie yeah. instead of that crap. Sorry, you haven't seen it. Yeah, it's it's not terrible. Like it's it's pretty good. Um, I don't did it. You read the books, didn't you, Austin? Read the yeah. I I mean that's you know my inner nerd showing. That's what I used to do. (laughs) Like was read the lore. Yeah, like 
in high school back when I was supposed to be in class. Like I'd be reading the lore. Lore wise, it it kept some things, but it kind of changed a few others. So I mean it, but then again with WoW and their Blizzard and their lore with WoW, they've wow. they've they've changed it. They've changed it as it goes. Wow. They kind of rewrite it. Like with the last few expansions that have come out, they re- rewrote the lore, and it you know it changed some, but it it didn't do too bad of a job. But there's definitely some aspects missing that probably triggered people worse than what it triggered me. Because you know you have that one person that's just there that will give it a one star review just because it's like oh they did this differently. But... Listen. <laughs> I get fired up about those people, but you guys went to the movie with me when we went to Ready Player One. Do you remember yeah. how mad I was? Like, how annoyed I was at that movie yeah, that so, it didn't stick yes. to the book at all? I was. I didn't like, read the book, and I'm like, no. this movie sucks! No. <laughs> like, I, I know it was me and Briggs. We were both like, this is bullshit! Like, yeah. Yeah. like it's... It was such a good book. Like I read the book like multiple times, even before the well, movie. Once I saw the release that they were going to be releasing the movie, I was like... <gasps> Yes, I was the same with Ender's Game when I read that, and that one was pretty good. But this well, one, oof. to be fair, like with what you guys, because I never read the book either. Mm. Uh, but from what both hearing from both you and Briggs on, um, what the book was like, I think if they stuck more to the book, it would have been a better movie. Like, yeah. well, me. I mean, I mean... Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> and I understand like directors taking their interpretation. Like I definitely. Do. Their artistic, yeah, but sometimes, it's... sometimes you know you you get too creative with something and you could ruin it. Yeah, yeah, um, that's fair. Well, yeah, that was just I digress from the movie and books. Right. Let's go back to the the games. <laughs> yeah. Um. Speaking of releases, this is actually a confirmed release. Um, and it actually comes out May twenty first for those RTS fans. Uh, Warhammer two. Um new dlc it's called the warden and the paunch um not to get too heavy Ponch. like nerdy Ponch heroes? Ponch heroes? Yeah. right and the demonetized right jesus god <laughs> um but yeah so the lore behind it is it actually covers a time frame on when i guess i i, I don't know if i want to waste my time on it because i could to give people a proper backstory would be hours but Essentially, it's just a key conflict between two races, the High Elves and the Greenskins, um, which Greenskins just think orcs. You know, that would paint a pretty, a pretty enough picture in your head. Um, but it, it features a long-awaited Greenskin war rework. Um, the race as a whole in the game was suffering, pretty, especially with a lot of the... Because they've been around since Warhammer 1, and they never really got a lot of love for mm-hmm. TLC. And they pr- pretty vastly underperformed both in like single player and multiplayer. So for years, people have been calling for like a rework, and they finally get it. And I never was a fan of them. Um, I did a lot of dwarf or high elf, but reading through some of the stuff I'm going to cover with this new DLC, it's and the nice thing is the rework is the free as a free LC. So you, as long as you own the game, you get it. You don't have to worry about paying extra to get the new features the only thing you get with paying extra is just access to the new lord um so basically a new faction new starting point and some of the new units that's all you really get access to um but yeah so you 
so to kind of cover some of the notes on the rework. So each of the legendary lords, and I think there's four or five of them, they all kind of get their talent trees reworked. They get new abilities kind of to give them, make them a little more on par with some of the other lords that are out there in the game. Um, they expanded on their like kind of race exclusive mechanic, which is called Wog. Um, and I'm sure I probably sounded terrible with pronouncing that, but just, Wag. <laughs> yeah, it's another one people get apparently get triggered about, you know, those hardcore Warhammer people. But uh, so the old mechanic was after you, so you go fight battles, win battles, keep fighting and stuff like that, and you'll. If you have more than 17 units in your army, you spawn a random AI army that will kind of have kind of has a mind of its own. I mean, you can kind of direct it, kind of control it a little bit, but it kind of has a mind of its own and will go off and more times than not get itself killed. And that kind of sucked because you get kind of debuffs for that defeat being defeated, and it kind of hurts you. Now the and each lord gets their own wog. Um, it's kind of unique to them. Like it gives them like different like units that's kind of fit their lore. Um, like for example, one of the main ones, Grimgore Ironhide, he is a black orc and he's famous for that. So in his wog, he gets black orc units, which are their probably their strongest frontline infantry. Um, and and obviously, if you guys have any questions to elaborate on, I'm sure I'm boring some people, but uh, yeah, I don't know anything about war. Yeah, yeah, it looks interesting. I yeah. just yeah. never got into it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely an interesting game, especially for those people that like RTS. Um, Total War has always done a pretty good job with their RTS games, and they definitely killed it with this one. I mean, it's a lot of people are waiting for the third one in the trilogy to come out. Um. But th this is a nice kind of little like injection of life. I know myself; I haven't played it for months because I played it to death with all the current stuff. But uh, I guess to kind of get this wrapped up a little bit quicker. So, like with the the wog, they also changed it to where um, because before, like I said, it was just that army that spawned randomly. Now it's actually gets the army is attached to your main army, so there, it doesn't wander off on its own. It doesn't get killed. It actually joins you when you go into combat. Um, it's also when you're in combat, it's also a filling bar that gives you a, a buff. So like the longer you're in combat, the bar builds up quicker. And once it gets to the bar, it gives you a temporary buff. And again, this varies depending on the Lord, but it increases the unit stats for the whole army. So like attack damage, all that good stuff to kind of give you a nice little boost. Lasts about 20 seconds. So it's not something that will completely you know, last the rest of the battle, but it could could turn the battle in your favor if you're stuck in a kind of a sticky situation. Um, as well, it kind of adds another spice up to their faction, so they... There's a mechanic in the game where for a couple different races to where, like, you collect resources and you can, like, build upgrades and stuff like that for your units. They're giving one to them, the green skins, and this is to kind of give them a boost because especially where they start they start by one of the more broken races in the game and it makes it kind of hard to expand out a little bit sometimes so it allows you to upgrade the individual units it's called scrap it lets you upgrade the individually individual units um and kind of gives them different buffs like helps you helps you in research to make you a little bit better there as well um a few other things that they added in it so there's new units for both races the greenskins and high elves 
um, a new starting location for one of the legendary lords for the green skins um, that's been there, so not the new one, obviously. And then there's a new confederation mechanic that's similar to one that they already have in there for a different race. So if you defeat another green skin faction lord, you after the battle you get a chance their let their main lord not their just any other one but you get a chance to confederate the actual faction so it kind of joins in and you can kind of get their territory stuff their armies all that good stuff but um yeah but that's that releases on the 21st and it's it's not that badly priced it's kind of priced along most of their dlc it's nine bucks so i mean it 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 adds up if you own them all but for the one-time purchase it's not too bad in it well, nine bucks is spent eight more than that on a game. Nine dollars breathe some life back into a game you play for hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that ain't even a thing. <laughs> well, and like I said, the the nice thing is the the rework. That rework is actually free LC. So the oh, nice. the DLC itself gets gives you two new lords, um, two new lords and some new units to kind of oh oh add okay. Elements. But yeah, that that rework is actually free LC, which is kind of the, some of the nice thing. I mean, they they kind of get a little money grubbing with some other DLC. Some people complain about, but they do sprinkle in a lot of free LC that kind of like this helps get people playing in it again. So I'm sure they're probably going to see a spike in their playing once this gets released on the 21st. So yeah, yes. Um, what's going on um, in NCAA, my man? Um. The nice what's coming about in NCAA for like and this game is the last game that they released for NCAA was back in twenty twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen, so it's almost been seven, eight, nine years seven, eight years on this. But they stopped making the games because they were being sued. Um EA was, because they're the ones that make them. They were being sued by former college players for likeness issues because the NCAA doesn't let players that well correction they didn't let players um collect money for collect like money. Licenses or anything Producing like that yeah yeah well i mean almost anything you hear stories out there about uh one coach that got in trouble because his well, i think it was arian foster that said it because his players were starving so the coach bought him tacos so they could eat that night and the coach got in trouble by the ncaa <laughs> yeah yeah, if, if you look it up, it's from, I think it's Aaron Foster. I'm hungry. Can I have some tacos? No. No. Right. But what if, what if the coach wanted some tacos too? Right. Right. The and they, they were just, that. yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, I know there's, you, I'm not going to get into the politics of it because you, you have a bunch of people that have strong opinions on both sides, but the NCAA recently is kind of changing some of the rules so that um, players can collect likeness rights. So, like, if, they want to go out and do like autographs, stuff like that, and get paid for it. So like they can do that. Oh, so um, like small stuff, not like large yeah. marketing campaigns with them. Yeah. It, well, and so a lot of people got excited hearing this because they thought that it was going to mean more NCAA games. Because if you look right now, like the last one, the NCAA 14, like the football one, like that game is almost more expensive than the council it it plays on like the you know the uh, 360 or the uh, PS3s like i've ever heard, heard and seen like some of those games are going for like 3 400 bucks and it was originally a 60 dollar oh, yeah, game dude. it just people <laughs> love those games like well, I, I like I remember, I remember playing having like 
it, it was cool because like you used to be able to you know play that and you know play your college years and then Madden you'd be able to import your pro, your player from NCAA and continue on into the NFL, which I well, thought that, was awesome. That in the draft classes, so you could just so if you knew good players, you could. <clears throat> import the draft class and then in your Madden franchise just draft those players you know so but but it added a lot the game itself i think had a lot more replayability than what madden did and you'll see a lot of people kind of have that same mindset with it because with college you know everything's changing every like couple years because players players graduating going to the different the professional leagues stuff like that so it had a lot of replayability um and like with 14, like you could create, you can, well, you can still create your own team and actually import it into the game and kind of do, like you see YouTubers do it. They create their own team and import it and they can build that team up from like a bunch of nobodies and zero overall players to be something good. So unfortunately, as of right now, there's no time frame on a new NCAA game. EA has come out and said that they will definitely do one. Because they they've had no they've had no problem playing paying they had no problem paying players, but well, you know obviously not right. have any problems. <laughs> I mean, freaking EA. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Well, yeah. The fucking all the loot boxes. They, and... Yeah. <laughs> they got the money to do it, but yeah, yeah. They, they've never they, they've never had an issue, and they said that they're they've come out and said that they're once every all that gets squared away, and they everything gets official that they have no problems doing it if they can. I guess one of the big holdups on it is the fact that since there's no like player union, like there is in Madden, like, well, not Madden, sorry, NFL, they can't just negotiate with all of them. Like, it's just, it sounds like that's something that's just kind of, yeah, yeah. they they would have to do individual people. And it just sounds like that's something that isn't worth the hassle. Yeah. I mean, how many college football players are there? Oh, could you imagine having to negotiate like a contract for every single player? Yeah, thousands. You think there's insane. there's like 123 different schools, yeah. and there's about a hundred player. There's up to a hundred players on each team at least. Well, and you know every single one of them trying to put hands in the pie too. So that's 100 percent how it'll be. Every single one of them will have their agents. Everyone. It's like yeah, I just go to school. Mr. Yeah. EA, I'm a water boy for this college team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. I mean, me personally, I never I didn't I never understood why they didn't just because it's easier to get like the likeness rights and that for the schools because they just go talk to the NCAA and they just since it's a central body they can agree to terms a lot easier. I don't know why they've never just done that and then just fill teams with random players like because where they were getting in trouble is not so much a trouble but where people are like oh hold on i want my slice slice of the pie there there's probably deservedly so but you know they made them look almost exactly like the person then they gave them like oh this that's not tim tebow that's just number 15 yeah they gave them, they just gave numbers instead of names yeah yeah so i never knew understood why they just didn't like so like if a team has a good offensive line just give them some good offensive linemen and just make them look random like, I never under, under understood why they never did that, you know, but... EA, <sighs> EA designers and illustrators, you're doing good. Too right. good. Yeah. All right, you're making <laughs> these people look too lifelike. They think they can match you for money. Just bring it back to the before graphics where boxes running around, okay? Ooh, just big yeah. old boxes. Just bring it back NFL Blitz. You don't even see their faces. Right. 
<laughs> Clothesline the hell out of right? everybody. Best football Date. It played in a big ass fight. stand up arcade cabinet. Four players just running it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For yeah, sure. It definitely gonna be interesting for those sports fans out there that like 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 those games hopefully in the next few years something can come about but it's definitely going to be interesting to see how all that kind of unfolds because some of the some of the gentle pushes that made the NCAA do this ruling was um first off i think Cal- it was california passed a law where college players can receive money so they kind of stuck the middle finger to the ncaa uh, and then on top of that, the with the NBA, NBA has like a G League now. So instead of college basketball player, like high school players going to the NCAA for a year and then going into the draft, they can actually go to this G League and collect a paycheck of up to like $300,000. And they don't have to worry about, yeah, they don't have to worry about all the stupid rules and all that stuff with the NCAA. If they wanted to go to like a video game company and get paid X amount, they could do it. No worries, that kind of stuff. So that kind of gave them that gentle push to make it look like they actually care about the players, you know. So it's well, gonna be interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we got for news. Uh, just a few games that uh, came out this week. Uh, we got uh, someday you'll return on PC. They came out on the fifth. Track Mania also on the on the fifth, also on PC. Uh, War Tile Hell's Nightmare DLC that's PC, Xbox, and PS4, also on the fifth. <laughs> uh, we got I'm probably gonna butcher this name, but oh god, Ar- Ar- Arborea on I PC think you got that decent. Yeah, that's not about that. Good. <laughs> that came out on the seventh. We got Fledgling Heroes on the Switch, May seventh. Uh, Lonely Mountains Downhill Switch May seventh, and Wavy the Rocket on PC on May seventh. Boy, Wavy the Rocket! I skipped one because <laughs> I really want to try this game. John Wick Hex came out on May fifth for the PS4. Bastards, John and Wick Hex. What I've heard about that game, it's like it's kind of like a kind of like a telltale game i want to say where you go through and you have like a conversation or you make selections and then it plays a scene of what actually happens does that Um, make sense yeah yeah yeah. dialogue and you make your decisions and then the scene plays out so is that the whole is that the whole thing or do you i'm not sure i haven't actually seen gameplay on it that's just what i've heard from other podcasts that i've listened to yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, they need to take it back to those uh instance-based games like where you make a decision, that's the direction it goes. That'd be a cool game. Yeah. If you get like a set of like four dialogue options, you have to figure out what to do next, and your four steps ahead, so you can yeah. continue. That'd be a that'd be a cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's all we got for releases uh, this week. Um, uh, something we want to do here, we're gonna try to do it every week. Um, we're gonna do a game-related draft. Uh, we'll go. We'll we'll do four rounds. Uh, we'll do a snake draft, uh, but it's got, it's gonna be gaming-related. Uh, we'll post all of our answers on the Facebook for a poll, and you guys can vote and see which one of those drafts the best, the best team of things. Hmm. Uh, 
So we'll go four rounds. Uh, this week, I figured we'd start off something simple. We'll do console platforms. So, we'll, you know, your Xbox, you know, I, I wouldn't say PC as just a single platform. I'd say like Steam or Epic or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's um, fair. And it's just your favorites, you know, what you think is the best, not necessarily what sold the best. Okay. Like our personal favorite games? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not games, consoles. Oh, consoles. Okay. Or okay. platform. Yeah. Console or platform. Okay. Uh, and I did a random wheel thing, and Austin actually has the first oh. pick. Okay. Um, you know, I'm going to get really creative with this one. So you Ooh. guys better watch out. I'm going to go with Steam. Ooh, Steam. I knew you were going to take that. <laughs> yeah. Just because, just because the, just the fear of sheer volume of games that are out there and the, you know, just in the, variety you know we got indie developers you got main developers stuff like that so it's fair, definitely fair. i'd have to it's go with that one probably, it was probably one of my top two it was either yeah. gonna be that or my first pick which i'm not gonna say because matt has a second pick oh um i go with the same route the blizzard launcher oh good choice good choice we'll just say blizzard and that's all the warzone stuff true Good choice. Alright. Well, for my first pick, I'm just going to go with a personal favorite just because I can. How dare you? I'm going to go with the PS2. Ooh. Just because I know I said it's not about which sold the most, but yeah, that is a factor. It's the highest selling console. I mean, but... that had a lot of great <laughs> games on it, so I mean... It did. Like... <laughs> I'll for, I'll let that slide. I'll let that slide. Like the Final Fantasy series, that was that's probably one of my favorite RPGs. I mean, the Yu-Gi-Oh games. I mean, come on, can't. And, and the Dra- and the Dragon Ball Z games. Those first came out on PlayStation. They weren't on Xbox. So Armored Core was another good game series. The Metal, like, yeah. can't go wrong with that. Nostalgia, twisted metal. <laughs> Dude, Nostalgia, guys. Right? <laughs> A little sweet tooth in here. Oh, <laughs> sweet tooth. <laughs> That's uh, first introduced uh, Rob Zombie album. Yeah. Uh, I was like, yep. Yeah. And I'm going to go with <laughs> uh mainly Pokemon. I mean okay. can't go wrong with Pokemon. True. That that is like my staple right there. Like, uh, I mean I don't think anybody could say otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you so, Game Boy. Right. Yeah. Right. So what are the stipulations of the question again? What are what do we Just, pick in? Personal favorite consoles, platforms. Personal favorite console. Oh man! And you and you're on the clock, Matt. Fuck! How much time do I got? You got about three hours. <laughs> three hours. <laughs> uh, okay. Nintendo sixty-four. Uh, Super Mario sixty-four. You took my next one. Right? Dude, it's either Super Mario sixty-four or Castlevania. Gauntlet Legends. Um, Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Austin, you got the next two picks. 
Ooh, next two. I'm struggling with the next one. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it kind of falls off real quick. I'm. My, the next two I'm going to go with are kind of newer. I mean, they're not newest. But at the same time, kind of, it was a transition for me from going from one to another and just kind of the just enjoyed the time I did put into both of these systems, but I'm going to have to say PS3. And then follow that up with Xbox 360. Just a lot of the games I can think of with that. Um, Call of Duty 4 was a good, but a big one. I kind of transitioned from PS, PS3 into Xbox 360 with that game, but um, Romance of the Three Kingdoms, I got into the, that game with PS3. Spent a lot of hours at, for Romance Three Kingdoms is kind of a more RTS of Dynasty Warriors, so mm-hmm. it kind of took away from the hack and slash aspect and more into Warriors. the RTS. Yeah. So Battle- I, that's Battlefield Two, fantastic that's game. Battlefield Four as well. <laughs> what uh, bad company, Matt? Oh my God, Battlefield Bad Company. Ugh. Sniping people from across the map with a shotgun. I for that game. Okay, <laughs> I would play it right now. If they would still provide like <laughs> server support or had people playing it, I would wouldn't even think twice about it. Yes, I'd log in right after this, and I would play a game. Like I would push Call of Duty. I would delete all 177 gigabytes of Warzone off my computer to play that again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Matt, you're. Uh, all right, here we go. Console, uh, Sega Saturn. Ooh. Yeah, there was this, there was a shooting game. It was kind of, it kind of acted like I forget. It's called like Firestorm or something like that. But it kind of was like Time Crisis, or like what you played in the arcades. Like okay. they jumped out at you, and uh, like Austin, you remember on the on the arcade cabinet we played the Terminator Two oh, Judgment Day. We had God. to move that little cursor around and shoot it God. with the joysticks. <laughs> it was like that, except with the controller. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many hours did we play that? that we day? played it a lot. Well, t- it was my arcade cabinet, so we had free credits. So, yeah, we're so like... it was like five or six hours straight. I think we played it. <laughs> Just that one game. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. So for my next pick, I'm actually going to pick Epic. Right on. Uh, mainly because, you know, not no, not because of Fortnite. Because it's, it's Epic. Oh. Just because. <laughs> yeah. Right. We, you hear about the things that they do, like they started the whole crossplay and all that, and offered it up to everyone. And they're giving developers like really like way better cuts than Steam does for having sure. them be exclusive on Epic. Sure. And I mean, some of their games are actually pretty cool. Um, what was it? Oh man, I forget what game it was. I the crossplay thing was I think yeah for me. I was- Finally. Yeah, right? Finally. <laughs> Took him long and, enough. Yeah. And then finally, I'm going to take the Xbox One. Because that is, what I, that is what I currently have. That is... That, that is Bay. Right bay. there. Fair. It's fair. Bay. Oh, jeez. Wow. What am I going to say? No pressure. What are you going to say? What am I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> You could always take the Duke, you know, the original. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, I mean, good old faithful, my Sega Genesis. Ooh, playing, good choice. Yeah, playing Sonic 1 and 2. Oh, 
Mortal Kombat on the Sega Genesis. <sighs> yeah. Those games the were great. Green, green Dude, popping in Aladdin. <laughs> Game over. Okay. Kathy played the hell out of Earth. Earthworm Jam. And then the game Toe Jam and Earl. Dude, I had no idea about that game. And then she's like, you have to try this game. It was cool. <laughs> she beat it in like two hours. The same with Sonic. She did that the one night. We were down there yeah, gaming. Yeah, Son- yeah. Sonic 1 or 2, she's in the background. She like comes out like three hours later after we're landing. She's oh, like, oh, beat that. I was like, all right. <laughs> Didn't yeah, know so. you were this big gamer. Well, yeah, no right. shit. Yells at me for well, she for... was there when they were created, so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Kathy. Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, we're landing for like eight hours and like, <laughs> all right, beat that. Sega Genesis, Sega Genesis. Right, final pick. I'm gonna have to go with what I touched base on with the introductions. I'm gonna have to go with Super Nintendo. Super nice. Nintendo. Super just, NES. So that's, okay. you know, just like I said, kind of where it all started. And even today, I think of like Techno Super Bowl, another good oh, game I played. Man. Like I even like downloaded an emulator on my phone just to play that game. Yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. So the teams are, these will be posted so people can vote on them. Austin, you have Steam, PS3, Xbox 360, and the Super Nintendo. Matt, you have the Blizzard Launcher, N64, Sega Saturn, and Sega Genesis. And I have the PS2, Game Boy Color, Epic, and the Xbox One. Well, I don't know. We, come we, the we, might, we might be triggering some PS4 people because oh, they didn't get involved. That's not even on there. You, <laughs> oh. you, might, you might have won this console generation, but Xbox One X is still the superior console. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, At this time, we would normally go to the chat and answer any questions or if anyone got anything wrong, but... Well, I mean... No no questions. All we have is, my son loves the show. (laughs) And and to address your wife's comment, we don't actually have an official drink yet. Oh, yep, I do see that now. Yep, yeah. Mountain Dew, the official drink of the gaming chair. Hashtag not a sponsor. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, and apparently we have Aquaman on the show. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I used to work with Bob. He, uh, he gave me the nickname Aquaman. There you go. Uh, there you go. So, yeah. all right. Um, so to close out the show, um, we are going to be doing a live react to the Inside Xbox that was just posted a couple days ago. Yes. So we'll be doing that shortly. Well, for our Patreon supporters. Yeah, for our Patreon supporters. So, I mean, and and it's not, I mean, if you want to see it, it's not much. It's it's a $3 tier. So if you just want to throw a couple bucks, get to see these lovely faces, mostly these guys here, these two, like, you know, just see how (laughs) we see even more in depth our feelings and live reactions, which, I mean, our facial reactions are definitely on point and worth every bit of those that three dollars so <laughs> for sure uh austin yes also well i mean you're here already so follow make sure you follow us on facebook helps out a lot and as well we have a youtube channel where we're going to be posting these well 
Um, eventually, we're hoping to maybe get stream into there too. But yeah, go ahead and follow our YouTube channel. Um, it is the Gaming Chair. Um, spoilers, yeah, the Gaming Chair. So that's where you'll find us. Um, and Matt has got some information for us. Yeah. So to allow us to keep multicasting, just a way you can show your support, we do have our merch store. That's awesome. Design, custom designed gear and stuff you can tote around to show your support. We do have our Patreon page, which will have linked to everything for everybody to easy access. It just allows us to keep continuing to do this every week uh, to do the multicasting to make sure we increase just production value every time so you get the highest quality out to you guys um, at every time. So I think I think that was great for the first episode. Oh, for sure. Everything uh, really good. Before good we, before we uh, sign off here, uh, where, can, where can everybody find you guys? Fine. So on, we have our individual Twitter pages. We have our Twitches. We have a link to everything. Um, you can find mine. My Twitch is at Alpha Male TV. Um, also on Twitter, same thing. Uh, on our website, we do have the links for everything as well. But so you got your. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything on Facebook yet officially, other than my personal profile. Which, if we're not friends, I guess. If you want some, <laughs> you ain't cool. <laughs> terrible if you want some humor that makes you question yourself obviously yes <laughs> Dark humor. The, the memes are a1 yeah. whoever isn't friends with us <laughs> yeah. otherwise yeah otherwise on twitch I, i'm at the rudyster um i plan on getting a page start on facebook as well for rudyster when i get back into kind of streaming a lot more so that's where you can find me and uh for me it's pretty much just facebook is where i stream uh just omega tv the E is a three. E is a three. It's canceled. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's canceled. Demonetized. I don't know if I can spin around. You see it there? Is there, it it is. Is. Okay. there it is. Okay, there we go. Just add TV to that. Right. And... Yeah, add T- space TV. Space and TV. Mr. Geoff is getting mad that you're E3. Right? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, all right. I think that about does it for this week. Make sure you guys tune in next Saturday at 8 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time in the midwest in dubuque iowa so don't miss another episode uh subscribe follow us on patreon and um get all up to date latest information exclusive content all that fun stuff so awesome all right, all right. see you guys next week Have see a good you guys later. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>